the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. That's winter is what it is. It is winter out there. Uh, The good news is, even though um, it's super cold, we are headed towards the light, right? Because the 21st is the shortest day of the year. And then after that, we are streaming forward towards much-needed light. Kath, welcome, Mike. Good to see you guys. Happy Friday to you both. Thank Fabulous you. Here. Yeah, very, very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. How are things? Uh, I appreciate your positive take. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Friday. Christmas is a week away. Christmas is next Friday. Yeah. I'm excited. And I, excited, I don't have a tree indeed. up. You don't have a tree up yet? No. It's December uh-uh. 18th. <laughs> yeah, I know. You might, not, you might go treeless this year? I don't. I can't imagine we're going to go treeless, but it might. Be, it might be like a, a Christmas Eve deal. I might. I might go Anglican this year. Oh, you have we used to up? do that. You have anything? Up Nothing. At all? Not one thing. Oh wow. Nothing. Nothing. That's Not okay. I mean, you know, yeah. all of a sudden it'll just bloom. Boom. That's there right. it is. I've had a lot. Yeah, I've kind of had a lot going on. Yeah. I just have. Yeah. yeah. So I was anyway, going to say. I'm, I'm... Well, I was going to say you might come home from work and all of a sudden your husband's you know put the Christmas tree up, but you're at work at home. Right. It's going to be hard for him to pull that off without me hearing all the boxes tumbling down from the attic. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember one time my mom, you know, she was like 80 some years old and I showed up at her house and she was like, Johnny, I'm not going to put a tree up this year. And so she had like this little ceramic tree. It was maybe like nine Listen, inches every, tall. Every Pittsburgh grandma had that ceramic tree with the little <laughs> lights on the little exactly. tips. <laughs> yes, I know that tree. Exactly. And I was like, mom, wait, you- you can't just not have a tree. She's like, right. John, I'm like 83. I'm done with the tree. I mean, who can blame her? Who can blame her? So if I you mean, want to take a year off from the tree, calf, who can blame you? That's the, I mean, I'm not 83, but I, <laughs> but I am saying that I, I have been, I've been pretty busy. Yeah. Though the ceramic tree's looking good. That ceramic tree that my grandparents had who lived mm-hmm. in New Ken. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what happened to that, but I'm pretty sure it's in the basement. that when I recently sold my parents' house, I took that out of the attic. There it is. I didn't keep it. Well, but there were a oh, lot you of didn't old keep things. It. Well, I mean, I, I got to be honest, even as a four-year-old, I didn't like that tree. <laughs> it said surrender on it. Right. So, you know, no. being 50, I don't think I'm going to like it no, anymore. No, Okay. All right. Anyway, thanks for coming along. Hey, uh, what time is it, Kath? Uh, it is time for me to tell you, all of you, your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. It's seven minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Frigid cold, right? Don't but worry still, about it. still, all is right and well on this Friday. It really is. Kath, as we always do, let's get underway, please, and uh, skip the festivities. Give us now the top four at four. All right, you two. For Friday, December 18th, number one, 
Vice President Mike Pence has gotten the coronavirus vaccine. Mm. Cheers. According to the Wall Street Journal, Mr. Pence was vaccinated in a televised event Friday. Now, who's watching that exactly? I mean, I understand if like it was like all like if it was Bush, Clinton and Obama, like that kind of like that. Anyway, I'm not sure who was watching that. But anyway, he was vaccinated on TV, becoming the senior most member of the Trump administration known to have received the shot, saying he hoped his vaccination would help build public confidence that the vaccine was safe and effective. It is not known whether President Trump and First Lady Melania, who both contracted COVID-19 this fall, will receive the vaccine in the coming weeks. Now, I wouldn't think they would be in the top shelf of the people. I mean, they've already had it. What's the... Anyway. But you would think the president would get a shot, though, right? He's... Well, but he's not at risk. No. But right? still. All right, fine. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said that the president is open to taking the vaccine, but, quote, wants to show Americans that our priority are the most vulnerable. I think that's the right choice. Okay. All right, number two. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration may issue an emergency authorization for the COVID-19 vaccine from Moderna as early as today after an advisory panel recommended approval. Moderna's vaccine will likely join the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which is already in use, and would nearly double this month's expected U.S. supply of COVID-19 vaccine doses. Nice, yes. How about that? Keep it moving, moving us all toward the federal goal of getting a vaccine to anyone who wants one by the spring or summer of 2020. 21. Now, speaking of large numbers, I'll give you some large dollars here. The YWCA Greater Pittsburgh is one of nearly 400 nonprofits nationwide that is getting a share of, wait for it, $4.2 billion being distributed by Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon. Mm. The PG reports that the local YWCA affiliate declined to disclose the amount of the gift and can you blame them no anyway when she divorced mr bezos last year miss scott received four percent of amazon's outstanding stock or nearly 20 million shares valued at about 38 billion (laughs) dollars so good for her she's spreading it around that's wonderful fabulous it's wonderful and number four You'll have to find something else to do with your Sunday afternoon and evening because there will be no weekend Steeler game. What? Which, really, it's probably good for everyone because don't we all just need a little bit of rest? Anyway, the Steelers will take on the hapless Bengals in Monday Night Football instead, live from Cincinnati. And that's your top four. Outstanding. Very, very good. Well, there's a heck of a lot there. Well, we've got a, a big show for you today, as we always do. We've got uh, some special features as well, this or that, and the weekend review. And uh, in between, I, I think a, a walk down Poetry Lane and uh, just a lot of so much fun, weird, interesting things. I'm not sure how we'll be able to squeeze it all in by 6 oh, we p.m. Can. Well, let's uh, start right now by going to break and then coming back and uh, talking about, um, well, the vaccine. Yeah, that's one thing as they distribute it. But what about what happened with the polio vaccine in Pittsburgh way back when? Andy Masick from the Senator John Hines History Center next. 101.5 WORD. What does the Bible say about divorce? It's one of the most frequent and controversial questions any pastor or Bible teacher answers. Join us this week on Through the Bible as Dr. J. Vernon McGee tackles this subject with candor and honesty and really most importantly offers insight into what the Bible says about it in the Old Testament book of Malachi. Through the Bible this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Of all the women in the world, you chose her. 
She is the one you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world, none say forever, like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription, a promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and responsibly sourced. A diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is, and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road. Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise, at Trinity Jewelers. For when you really want to say, I love you forever. Visit trinityjewelers.com. The holidays will be different this year. Also different is the way you're doing business. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com, connecting you with new customers. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you. You this Christmas season. Healthcare workers and the elderly started to get the COVID vaccine this week, which made us think about decades ago here in the city of Pittsburgh when Jonas Salk and his team from the University of Pittsburgh developed the polio vaccine. And as that started to roll out, what that looked like. Here to talk to us about Jonas Salk is Andy Masick. Andy's the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. Andy, welcome back. How are you in the midst of this COVID? Hey, it's good to be with you. Uh, these are uh, perilous times for us, and yep. it's a reminder to us that um, epidemics and pandemics have been with our species for time immemorial, and We've found different ways to combat them over the years. And uh, Jonas Salk right here in Pittsburgh is a a prime example of how people banded together to fight uh, a viral infection. Yeah, Andy, it's easy to think that or to feel as if we're the only people who've ever gone through something like this. Thank goodness we have history books that can tell us differently and periodicals and you name it. Um, So take us back to the polio era um, and tell us about what that was like. Was, were, were there, what was closed down? What was open? How, did, how were people responding? 
Yeah, the thing about polio is it it wasn't spread the same way that coronavirus uh, spreads through uh, aerosolized droplets or you know coughing or sneezing. Uh, this uh, disease was spread um, from actual fecal material in water that got into people's mouths. So, so that would have happened through either drinking water or through uh, swimming pools. Uh, the epidemics would happen, recur uh, annually uh, in the summertime, especially when kids were out in uh, pools. And so by the 1950s, it had reached uh, epidemic proportions. Millions of people around the world were infected, hundreds of thousands here in the United States. And the, the most terrifying thing for parents was it, it seemed to attack the kids uh, first and kids were paralyzed. Uh, this virus went to their spinal cord or brain, and uh, the children had to be put in iron lungs, these uh, big torpedo-like uh, glass containers that, uh, that operated your lung for you uh, because you didn't have the ability to control it yourself. So it was a terrifying disease, and everyone in the world wanted to figure out how to stop it and here in the United States and in Pittsburgh, people just stayed home. Uh, they quarantined. If there was an infection in the uh, family, shut down, quarantined, roped off, and um, uh, kids would not go to swimming pools. Uh, parents would not let their kids uh, get in any kind of public pool at all. There wasn't the same kind of masking protection in those days for this epidemic, the polio uh, epidemic. It was a, a different animal. I see. So I, I think that's an apt uh, adjective that you would say terrifying, Andy. Uh, I had an uncle, Uncle Ed, who uh, as a child contracted polio. And, you know, I knew him as an old man and all of his life. And, you know, when he was a young boy, he walked with crutches and leg braces. And mm -hmm. that's just who he was. So you can imagine being a parent and thinking, oh, no, my child will be, you know, crippled the rest of his life. So talk about Jonas Salk and then the cure for polio and how that originated here. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring up uh, uh, people that you know who might have been affected by polio because polio has been virtually eradicated from the world today. There are mm -hmm. several countries, uh, Nigeria and Pakistan, that still have uh, small outbreaks, uh, but it's virtually eradicated. But in the 1940s, the president of the United States had polio. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt uh, was the most famous polio victim, and he had to use uh, crutches. He could not walk by himself, and uh, they put on a uh, kind of a show uh, for the world and for the people of America to think that he was walking and functioning just fine. But in fact, he was a polio victim. Well, that's well, interesting. So that, that, that whole show, and it was a show, it was kind of like, you yeah. know, the original hashtag fake news because his yeah, illness he, was hidden from the media. Absolutely was. They, remember, he was president during World War II, and we had to appear strong to the world. And that means our, our top leader, uh, well, he had to appear strong, too. Well, Jonas Salk uh, got his medical degree during that uh, period. And he determined by 1947 that he was going to take on polio. No one else had been able to do it. He came to Pittsburgh 
he was educated in uh, New York at NYU, and he came to Pittsburgh and became the head of virology at the University of uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, he and his team worked uh, from 1947 to about 1953 to figure out a way to use a killed virus, uh, a dead form of the poliomyelitis virus, and uh, actually inject that into people to vaccinate them, to uh, immunize them from this terrible uh, virus. Well, people were terrified to even get this uh, vaccine. Uh, what if they got polio from that? So they started with animals. Then they went to the Watson Center in Leedsdale um, for uh, uh, children, crippled children. And uh, then uh, Salk, to prove to the world that he believed it was safe, he gave it to himself. And then he gave it to his three boys. He inoculated his, his three boys with the, the new polio vaccine. And then they went to Arsenal Middle School, and the kids there got the uh, vaccine. And then they went and gave it to a million uh, children uh, across the nation. And by April of 1955, the vaccine was declared safe. And then the immunization started in earnest. Wow. Andy Masick with us, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institute. Andy, um, so if I was listening correctly, it took five years for Jonas Salk and his team to arrive at a vaccine? Yeah. You know, we we think about how fast this coronavirus vaccine has come online. Well, this took a team of people working with Jonas Salk, uh, but without the kind of resources that we have uh, today uh, through trial and error, working this thing out. Uh, So it's a remarkable achievement that they were able to do it in in five years. Um, But just think of the progress we've made today to be able to take something on like this, an unknown novel coronavirus, that means new, nobody knew about it, and then be able to to uh, track it down, identify it, sequence it, and uh, create a vaccine that could stop it in its tracks. That's great. Okay. So, Andy, a lot of us are waiting for the vaccine shot for the coronavirus. I mean, I remember, uh, do you remember in the little white Dixie cup getting a, a sugar cube? Yeah. yeah. You know, there were a couple of different ways you could get the shot, uh, a, a, a needle uh, type shot. And then, uh, a guy named uh, Sabin, Albert Sabin, came up with a, a variation on the polio vaccine that uh, was uh, done on a droplet of sugar, a sugar cube in a little cup, and uh, you would uh, ingest that. Uh, you know, vaccines are um, scary for people. They are now, and they were then. And so some people said, I'm not going to uh, take that thing. Uh, and there was an incident called the Cutter Incident, Cutter Industries, that actually produced the vaccine. They weren't very good at, uh, at uh, their standards uh, in those days. And some of the vaccine that they produced actually induced polio in uh, the people who took the uh, vaccination. And that frightened people again. They shut down the distribution of the vaccine and until it could be determined safe again. And so 
that's what's happening right now in America and around the world is they're, they're examining these vaccines, the different vaccines, and making sure they're safe for us. But that mm-hmm. sometimes takes time. And that's the phase we're in right now is testing these things out to make sure that they're safe. Andy Masick is with us, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in association with the Smithsonian Institution. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it, Andy, to read about the technology of how this coronavirus vaccine was developed. It's not, you know, it doesn't use the same type of approach. It doesn't use a portion of the coronavirus, dead or alive, in its, uh, at least the Pfizer one doesn't, in its um, in its preparation. The mRNA approach is, 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 a, is a different strategy. Um, but I think you bring up a good point that regardless of what the strategy is, it is scary for someone to put something in your body that you don't understand anything about. That's right. And, and uh, George Washington uh, knew this, you know, as far as back as the late 1700s, they had figured out that you could inoculate uh, people with smallpox or cowpox uh, because armies were being decimated by these diseases when men are all grouped together in, in uh, close proximity, um, infectious diseases just run rampant. So Washington wanted to in, uh, inoculate his troops. They had figured it out. You could take a pustule and you could inject some of that uh, pus from a, a smallpox uh, victim and, uh, and inoculate them. But uh, many people said, whoa, you're not getting near me with that stuff. Uh, and that was before germ theory or anyone right. knew anything about sure, things sure. like viruses. Um, right. So it was trial and error stuff. But those fears stuck with the population for many, many years. Uh, and I think uh, it's still with us today in the sort of anti-vaxxer movement in the United States and uh, around the world. Because we've seen abuses with uh, racial injustice, and uh, there are people for religious reasons who won't take uh, vaccines because they think they could be poisoned or, or somehow affected by uh, those, those who are handing out the uh, vaccines. So it's still, it takes an education effort to get people to understand the value of vaccines. Right, right. So it's a... Uh... The things, uh, more things change, more things stay the same. That's uh, there's no doubt about that, Andy. Hey, Andy, um, uh, Senator John Hines History Center, in association with the Smithsonian Institution, uh, Governor Wolf has closed you again. I mean, this has got to be brutal uh, the way you're operating your business because you're essentially on the shelf again until January. It's true, and you know everybody's suffering through this uh, pandemic. Uh, but if you are interested in shopping at the History Center, our, our gift shop uh, can still be accessed online. And we even have curbside pickup. So you can Whoa, order. Oh, that's your, a great idea. Yeah, don't you think? You can get well, a I, pickle ornament yeah. or a pierogi p- pillow or uh, Mr. Rogers uh, totes and mugs and just pick it up uh, at curbside at the History Center. Yeah, who does it? First off, who doesn't want a pierogi pillowcase? Let oh, me yeah. just say that. And if, <laughs> and if you don't want that, there's something wrong with you. Second of all, and I mean this, I know, I don't know if John has been there, but I know that Mike is going to second me on this. It's my absolute favorite gift shop in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Kathy. It does have uniquely Pittsburgh products. And for you, 
I, I wouldn't get the pierogi pillow. Go right for the pierogi earrings. That's one of the most popular things we have this wow. year. Wow. Yeah, Andy, Mike wants to know, do you have the uh, Heinz ketchup-flavored uh, chapstick? We do. We're the only ones in the world that have that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, we have there could, that could be, There could be a reason for that, Andy. <laughs> well, well, not everybody wants a relish, mustard, or ketchup-flavored lip balm. But mm-hmm. if, yeah. if you're born in Pittsburgh, you know, you've got ketchup in your veins. So it, it should be just right for you. Excellent. Very good. Okay. So Andy, give us the website. People want to shop at the uh, Senator John Hines history gift shop, all things Pittsburgh, very unique curbside pickup. Where do they go, Ant? Well, the best thing to do is go online to uh, HinesHistoryCenter.org and they can uh, uh, order right online. We've got a great uh, website and e-store and then you just tell them, Hey, I need it now. Uh, they'll say, well, you can come by uh, to the curbside. You can park right next to the uh, the Steelers' original goalpost from Three Rivers Stadium, and uh, we'll deliver your uh, your goodies to you. That's very cool. Listen, Merry Christmas. I'll tell you, I'm doing that tonight. Merry Christmas to you, Andy. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, and we'll see you in a healthy 2021. Oh. Yes, better days ahead indeed. Amen. We'll take a break. Come back. It's our annual or annual. It's our weekly Friday feature. This or that or next year. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Make this holiday sparkle with a gift from LS Jewelers, one of the only area jewelers to offer certified lab-grown diamonds. Just as brilliant and pure as mined diamonds, you won't be able to spot the difference because lab-grown diamonds are 100% real for about 30% less. And since there's no mine, the most economical choice is also the most ethical. See, a diamond doesn't have to cost the world. LS Jewelers, Robinson Town Center across from Ikea at lsjewelers.com. Christian recording artist Rachel Nemiroff is coming home for Christmas. The Beaver County native and Nashville musician will present special all-acoustic worship music this Sunday, December 20th at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Join First Presbyterian live on Facebook at 1045 a.m. Or catch the virtual concert at fpcp.org. God is turning your tears into treasure. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. 
Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Levin Furniture and Mattress is celebrating 100 years with the very best values, finance offers, and highest quality furniture. Create the home of your dreams this holiday season at all Levin Furniture and Mattress stores or levinfurniture.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies, slushy areas and standing water will freeze. Expect a low of 24. Tomorrow, a thick cloud cover. Watch for icy spots. Tomorrow's high, 39. Tomorrow night, cloudy with occasional rain and drizzle late, the low 33. Sunday, a couple of showers of rain or snow in the morning, otherwise remaining cloudy. Sunday, we'll see a high of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That, our weekly delve into the ridiculous or the sublime. It's pretty self-explanatory. We present This or That. Doesn't mean much. It's just a choice. Kathy, you this week first or myself? For sure doesn't mean much, John. Uh, you pick. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. I'll Good. go first this week. Okay. All right, I'm ready. All right, let me go. Um, well, I'll go this way. This or that, Kath. Um, the manger. The tomb. The tomb. Bethlehem. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yuletide carols being sung by the fire. Uh, I'll t- I'm not a chestnut fan. I mean, I like the look of them, but not really the smell or the taste. So I'm going to go with the choir. All right. Smoke gets in your eyes. Smokey the bear. Uh, smoke gets in your eyes. That's a good song. Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve. Victoria's Secret. Secret Santa. Secret Santa. And ten times out of ten. Partridge like- in a pear tree. Yes. Cornish hen on a plate. Never been able to successfully produce a well-cooked Cornish hen. So I have to go for the... What was the other one? Partridge in a pear tree. Oh, yeah, I'm going with the partridge. The little drummer boy. (laughs) Ringo Starr. (laughs) Uh, I really, really, really can't pick. Um, That's so hard. Uh... I can't pick the little drummer boy. It's the most annoying song in history. Okay, I have to pick Ringo. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Beth Moore. Oh! I mean, I love Dolly, but I Beth's my friend. Stockings hung by the chimney with care. Pantyhose on a drying rack. 
pantyhose are the worst invention. I hate them. I'm definitely with stockings. That's this week's This or That from my side. All right, John. Number one, snowplow or salt truck? Oh, snowplow. Okay. Uh, Your wife's cherry pie or your wife's Christmas cookies? Cherry pie. That was way too easy. Hands down. All right, number three. Uh, Stuck in an airplane on the runway or stuck in a car in a snowbank? (laughs) Ah, Less people stuck in a car in a snowbank. All right, still perilous. Number four. You doing your wife's job for a day or her doing your job for a day? Her doing my job for a day. Okay. Uh, Number five, wassail or apple cider? Wassail's funky. Uh, Apple cider, please. Really? Number six, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. What? Or some kind of combustible thing like wood or gas or really anything burning in your own fireplace. No, no, I'll do the chestnuts. I can control that. Okay. Uh, number seven, major snowstorm in December or major rainstorm in July? Mm. Uh, I like the, the rainstorm in July. Number eight, mowing your expansive and hilly yard in hot summer or shoveling your precipitous driveway in the cold early morning winter. <laughs> yes, you've described those well. Thank uh, you. Always. The mowing in summer, I by far. I figured you'd say that. Mm. Number nine, the perfect pair, John, of leather fleece-lined thick-heeled snow boots or your silly red house booties. Oh, my house shoes, anytime. Give me those booties. They're blue, by the way. They're not red. Whatever. Whatever. And number 10. Okay. Slipping on ice, John, and oh. falling down your uneven set of front steps with a mm. cup of coffee and chipping your tooth or... <laughs> Having another argument about masks. <laughs> well, you know, I survived that falling down the steps, holding my cup of coffee, chipping my tube. So I think I'm going there. <laughs> That's a very good call. Very nice. That's this or that. WORD. As we traveled the book of Malachi, we talked about giving God our best. Well, this week we discuss a related topic. Is it possible to rob God? Maybe you don't think so. But the prophet Malachi had a strong message for Israel, and that same message is significant for us too. Ring in the new year studying God's word on Through the Bible. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. Our smiles are still behind our masks. We are welcoming patients back, and we're happy to do so. 
At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Although some of the details of their appointment may look different, we can't give the normal hugs or handshakes that they might be used to. The same exceptional dentistry, the same compassionate care that they've really become accustomed to is still there. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Listen, I'm not telling anything you don't already know. This has been a brutally hard year for a lot of people. I mean, mean, one calamity, one despair, one heartache, one tragedy heaped on top of each other. Um, I mean, if ever you think, Lord, I'm so grateful that you're in my life. God, I need Jesus now. I mean, seriously. Well, Melissa Kruger is with us. Melissa is a guest on our show from the Gospel Coalition, where she is the director of women's content. She wrote a wonderful piece called A Word of Hope in Scorched Places. Melissa, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so uh, Melissa, even before COVID-19, you were having a hard time, tough decisions to make, not knowing which thing to do, which road to take. Exactly, exactly, which most of us, you know, Life is hard before COVID came around. <laughs> I think we can all say, um, yeah. you know, we're dealing with difficult situations. And then what I would say is all of the hard got a little bit harder in 2020 because of the realities of COVID affecting us all in different ways. You know, I mean, for, for different people, it's been different things that have made it really, really a, a rough year. But, yeah, yeah, so there were things going on in my own life prior um, to, to the COVID season that were definitely um, what I would call scorched places, which is what the article 
was was delving into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you bring up a really good point, Melissa. So I'm reading your piece about scorched places and, you know, life is going forward. You're, you know, kind of doing your thing and, you know, it's, it's going okay. And then all of a sudden, totally unexpected out of, you know, the left field side of the vision, the blind side, something coming just crushes you, right? This has happened to me. This has happened to calf. We've seen it. We do it. And it's always a surprise. And you think I never saw it coming. And this happened to you. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think a lot of us have had that experience when you say, how is this my life? How did it get here? Um, and, and I've talked to so many different friends in different situations, have woken up and said, six months ago, I would have never thought I was here, going to be in this place, whether it's, you know, unexpected relational conflict, unexpected illness unexpected job loss, whatever it might be, um, I think we sometimes wake up and we saw a place that was once vibrant and growing and seemed like it would always continue in that way. And then it just feels, for whatever reason, um, destroyed and, and burnt up. And you know, so I love this imagery in Isaiah, of this scorched place. I don't love the imagery. I mean, I don't love living in that. But it's, right. it's a... It's a it's a perfect description of sometimes how we wake up and say, what happened in my life? How did I get here? Yeah. When uh, my husband and I got married, we read uh, Isaiah 43 at our mm-hmm. wedding. And when each one of our girls were baptized, we read the same thing um, because it's just, it, it, I don't know. It's kind of an, an acknowledgement that God is with us when mm-hmm. difficult things are going to happen. Um, it doesn't say if it says when, and, um, it's a hard thing to accept. It's a harder, I mean, and it's one thing to accept it in your head. It's another thing to accept it, you know, when it actually comes upon you. Exactly. And I I do, I love both those imageries, you know, in Isaiah 43, when it talks about, you know, the floods will not overwhelm and the fires will not consume. Um, and it's these very physical imageries. I mean, it would be terrifying to be in a flood. And, and, you know, and you, it's like, where, where do I grab a hold of? Or or in a fire. And we've seen both of these things in 2020. We've had hurricanes, physical hurricanes hit different parts of the country. We've had fires in California. And a lot of times these things in our own lives are in a spiritual sense, you know, that we are feeling like we're going to be consumed um, or, or, or perhaps drowning in pain over different things. And so it's so kind of the Lord to give us these verses. And I think we cling to them more once we actually understand, because we're walking through those, those floods or those fires, and we say, okay, he's going to hold me here. He will be with yeah. me in these moments. And, and you're right. It's just so helpful that they're there, that he's not surprised by them. God is not surprised, even though we are. Um, and so it's, it's a real kindness to have his word as an anchor in, the, in, in these hard places. Melissa, let me uh, just take a minute and read a portion of Isaiah 43 for our listeners who are driving home or making dinner or just aren't able to pull out a Bible right now so that they know uh, to what you're referring. Um, I'm going to start here with uh, verse 2. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. You want to comment on that? 
Mm. It's just so encouraging to read it and how it even begins. But I am the Lord your God. You know, I He, he has created um, all the things that we will walk through, and it's so comforting. And you know, I, I think sometimes. We kind of make up promises for ourselves when we become Christians that, oh, this means I'm going to have an easy life. And God never promises us an easy life. His promise, though, is I will be with you. I will be with you no matter what comes. And that that promise of his presence is what will actually give us the power to walk through whatever storms we face in this yeah. in this world. And so that's the encouragement. That he is with us. And, you know, honestly, at this season— of, of the year, we, we were talking about the incarnation, that Jesus became a man and dwelt with us. It, that is the greatest gift, is that God says, I will be with you. Um, not that everything goes right in our lives, but that he is with us. That is that is the gift of his presence. That's good. We're talking to Melissa Kruger from the Gospel Coalition. She wrote a piece called A Word of Hope in Scorched Places. So just like you were blindsided, Melissa, and there were those scorched places, you you also, you know, just talk about that, the unexpectedness of the, the satisfaction, the strength, the refreshment. I mean, yeah. having gone through that, I don't know if you're, you know, come through the other end or not, but in the midst of it all, thank God there's the Lord there. Mm, that's right. And I love, so Isaiah 58, I'll read it just in case, like you said, you know, listeners are reading. I, I love this verse. It's Isaiah 58, 11, and it says, and the Lord will guide you continu- continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters don't fail. And what I, what, what I find so surprising about this one is, you know, the Lord is the one guiding and he's going to actually satisfy our desires in the scorched places. So I, I, I'm definitely still walking through those scorched places. Um, I'm not yet to the green pastures um, that we see in Psalm 23, but I, but, but what I can say is that the Lord is meeting me in those deep scorched places of, you know, I think we've all faced the sleepless night. The days you wake up with tears because it's been so hard um, and you don't know what to really do to get out of it. And it doesn't feel like you might ever get out of it. But what I found is that he is there moment to moment, um, even when we aren't necessarily rescued for the situation in, from the situation. He rescues us in the situation and that he can somehow in the midst of these scorched places still use us. And he says, you're, you're not only are you going to survive, you're actually going to still be able to give life to others. You're going to be like a watered garden. Um, and that's, that's just, that's only miraculous from the Lord that he can still, even, even when we feel dry and brittle and worn out and used up, he can still bring life from us and through us. That's terrific. Melissa Kruger, thank you so much for being with us today, Director of Women's Content for the Gospel Coalition. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas. to you, Melissa. Merry Christmas to you all. We'll take a break, come back. Um, Listen, you got messy kids? We're going to talk about that. How a mother-daughter standoff over a dirty sock became a sensation. What's next? 
In years past, most families had a local jeweler they could go to with confidence and trust. In these changing times, one store has managed to stay the same. LS Jewelers has been family-owned and operated for over 65 years. LS Jewelers in Robinson Town Center is a full-service jewelry store. We have the largest selection of laboratory-certified diamonds and engagement rings with both the finest quality and the best price. We also do custom design work as well as in-house repair. Don't trust your diamond purchase with just anyone. Come to LS Jewelers for the best price, service, quality, and selection. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for a free repair or replacement. Visit windowsaroustpittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year. With no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced, if there were no breaking news updates, what if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go, celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Anybody who's got kids has done this. You know, you got your house, there's some order to it, and then your kids leave something there, leave something there. Yes. Hey, would you pick that up? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, would you pick that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, would you pick that? Finally, you just go, I'm just going to, just, 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 I just, it bugs it. me. I'm just going to pick it up. Okay. Right. Okay. So here's and the story. And you multiply that by 10,000, and that's parenting. <laughs> right, right. So you learn just to acquiesce and mm-hmm. not to lose your mind, you know, on a regular basis. So a, a mom and her daughter, you know, repeating this scenario, there's a sock on the bathroom floor. The mom says, pick it up. The daughter says, yeah. Mom says, pick it up. Daughter says, yeah. So the mom, she decides to get creative. She leaves the sock there. She cuts out with an exacto knife, a little piece of, a little piece of cardboard. And uh, she makes it um, a, 
museum meme. She puts a, a little display that, that says the forgotten sock mixed media on loan from the collection of the artist. So then the kid sees it. And instead of her, you know, doing an eye roll, she starts to play along. She gets a little stool that was given to her, places the sock on a little stool. And then she comments as well. This goes back and forth, mother and daughter. They add a monolith, right? Nice, sure. They add a little bit of lights. Then they start posting this stuff, of course, as everyone does, on Instagram and Facebook. It grows, it grows, it grows. And still the stock stays there. Someone says, you should write a book. This is so funny. Someone says, you should do a fundraiser. They decided to do a fundraiser. It raises close to $20,000 for this family's favorite charity. And then finally, after, you know, I think six weeks or so, the sock disappears. That's the world we live in today. A dirty sock on the bathroom floor becomes a sensation and it raises 20 grand. Right. Okay. But here's the thing for, for that person who raised 20 grand doing that, there are 25,000 people who post things and you're like, really? Of course. Yeah. I don't know. Like I care about the sock on your floor. Yeah. It's weird what catches and what doesn't catch. Isn't it? There's no telling. There's no way to predict what is going to catch and what isn't. It's just like, that's, a weird thing. When I look at half the things that my daughter shows me on TikTok, I think TikTok. never in a jillion years would I A, do that or B, think that anyone would think that's funny. And meanwhile, what? like there's like 13 million people who think it's hilarious. Right. And they're billionaires. And, I, and I'm laughing too. So, you know. I don't get it. Yeah, the whole TikTok thing is just astounds me. And remember, we know when the president and China were involved in conversations about TikTok, I was yeah. like, that is so 2020 that this right. thing, right? Right. Listen, if you went to a Catholic school, the nuns would have banned TikTok in a heartbeat. They would have they would have <laughs> smacked you on the hand and said, no TikTok. And you would have just, okay, sister. Well, we've, right. We're in a different era right now. This mm-hmm. is not the 1970s. They got that right. Hmm? Mm-hmm, right. Go All right. Coming up in our five o'clock hour, we have a whole bunch ahead. We're going to do some Christmas poetry with our good friend, Misha Willett. We're going to talk about this year in numbers a test that we're all going to take. And it's also the week in review. So we can talk about what people have been talking about and saying and all those sorts of things, John. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, uh, when you were a kid, speaking of kids, I'm sure I know the answer to this. We, uh, I, I should say, I always wanted a Pez dispenser. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? The Pez. And I always want, but I never got one. You never got a Pez dispenser? No. That was for rich kids when I was growing up. I'm telling you. John. A Pez, it was a big deal. Okay. Okay. That was for like those silver spoon kids. Not for the Hall family. There's no Pez dispensers coming to 7629 Roslyn Street. I'll tell you that. All right. But the Pez dispenser started out a long time ago as this one thing and then became something else. Now, tell me, how many Pez dispensers did you have? Well, I will tell you that for um, when my husband and I got married at the bridal table at every single place. What? At every single place, there was a Blistex and a Pez dispenser. I wish I would have known you. I know because my husband loves himself a oh, Pez candy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The tracheotomy snack. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean it's a tracheotomy snack? Well, that's what it's like. It's like it comes out of his neck. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm reading the, the history of the Pez, which, you know, brings childhood longing to me, obviously, and some form Literally. of resentment as well. As you can see, that it bubbles up to the surface pretty quickly. Right? It started out. Now I feel bad I didn't invite you to the wedding. Me too. Yeah, I didn't know you. Okay. So I guess I'll just forgive you for that. But it started out as a little breath mint. And then all of a sudden, the Pez manufacturer said, let's create a little carrying case. It initially started to look like a cigarette lighter. And then the cigarette lighter evolved into what happened to it, right? With Charlie really? Brown, oh, Sylvester so, the Cat. Oh, so the, like, the little candy was there first. Right. And then they had to create a dispenser around it? Exactly, yeah. It used Ew. to initially come out like in those little tins, like Altoids. Oh, yeah, nobody, that's right? boring. Yeah, but then, you know, it went from, so it kind of went from like a, there was this thing like, you know, it was a German product. And the Germans made a big advertising campaign about being kissed. Oh, it's so cute. The Pez will make you kissable, right? Because it was a mint then. Exactly. And then it caught on with kids. Holy, I mean, how many Peds have been around? They've been around forever. Probably millions and millions and millions have been sold. Listen, it's great to see the photographs of my wedding and see all the Pez dispensers. Really? Did you have like a variety? Oh, yeah, of course. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well. Thanks to my good bridal attendants, they put mm -hmm. all that out. It was sweet. One of these days, one of these days I'm going to get a Pez. Maybe. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com, in the car or at home too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The legislative branch of government rapidly moving to receive the coronavirus vaccine. With both House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell getting the shot today, the top Capitol doctor urging all members of Congress to join them. The U.S. stands on the verge of adding a second vaccine to its arsenal as the coronavirus outbreak descends deeper into its most lethal phase yet. The FDA is evaluating a shot developed by Moderna and the National Institutes of Health, and a decision could clear the way for its use as early as Monday. U.S. stock indexes pull back from their record levels as the wait drags on to see if Congress can reach a deal to send more cash to struggling workers and businesses. The Dow fell 124 points, the Nasdaq dropped 9, and the S&P was off 13. This is SRN News. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Of all the women in the world, you chose her. She is the one you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world, none say forever, like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription. A promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and responsibly sourced. A diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is, and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road. 
Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise, at Trinity Jewelers. For when you really want to say, I love you forever. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Christian recording artist Rachel Nemiroff is coming home for Christmas. The Beaver County native and Nashville musician will present special all-acoustic worship music this Sunday, December 20th at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Join First Presbyterian live on Facebook at 1045 a.m. or catch the virtual concert at fpcp.org. God is turning your tears into treasure. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Slushy areas and standing water will freeze. Expect a low of 24. Tomorrow, a thick cloud cover. Watch for icy spots. Tomorrow's high, 39. Tomorrow night, cloudy with occasional rain and drizzle late, the low 33. Sunday, a couple of showers of rain or snow in the morning, otherwise remaining cloudy. Sunday, we'll see a high of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Well, thanks for coming along for the Friday edition. Sun setting, snow's melting a little bit, isn't it? It is. Slowly, slowly. Uh, how are the roads uh, in your neck of the woods, Kath? They are uh, completely fine. <clears throat> Hmm? <coughs> Pardon me. Thanks to the fine people in Ross Township. Yes, that's how I feel about my neighborhood as well. Very Ross good. Township does such an excellent job. Yes. On snow removal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the city of Pittsburgh? Not so much. I lived in the city. You lived. So did I. You lived. In the city. <laughs> so did I. They'll get to those maybe like in April. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they'll figure out a strategy every year. They're like, yeah, we're going to revamp our strategy. Oh, it's the. I mean, Why does it still look like Armageddon out there? I don't know. I mean, I know it's a lot of roads and a lot of weird hills and side streets and whatnot, but man, oh man, that's rough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Ross Township has a lot of weird streets too. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's got a lot less territory than the city it does. of Pittsburgh. That's you know. true. Okay. Um, this is I such a weird. I still stand by my original statement. <laughs> this is such a weird year. Uh, it, the things that we were are talking about now, part of our regular vocabulary that we're saying probably almost daily would have seemed like unrecognizable this time last year. What do you let mean? Me, let me give you a, a, some example. Here are some phrases that define 2020. Okay. Blur's day. You ever hear blur's day? No. 
the passage of time itself becomes seemingly unrelatable this year, as some days felt like a week and some months flew by in an yeah, instant. that's true. This quickly became a go-to Twitter meme, the combination of relentless news cycle mixed with the droll, repetitive real reality of life in lockdown. What day is today? Oh, it's Blur's Day. Okay, now let me say that I'm on Twitter every single day. You've never seen work. it? Never seen it. Really? Have you seen that? I have seen it, yeah. Oh, okay. Just a so different I'm, neighborhood so Twitter, probably. At, yeah, I should get in your neighborhood. Mm. How about contra- cont- uh, contract tra- contact tracing? Sorry. Oh, contact, contact tracing. tracing. Yeah. yeah, who would have ever even yeah. thought of that? Yeah. What the heck? Last year, what's contact tracing? Now, right, everyone's following the dots. Oh, yeah. How about this one? I do this sometimes like at 4 a.m. Doom scrolling. Oh, listen. Mm-hmm. I uh, Doom scrolling. I got to stop that. That's the worst. Listen, I this is what happens is I'm sitting in a chair and I'm so tired that I don't want to go up to bed. Mm-hmm. And so I sit there and mindlessly, mm-hmm. mindlessly go through. Why, I hate, why do I, I, know. I did that one night this week. I got upstairs, got in bed, and was just filled, filled with self-loathing. <laughs> well, don't beat yourself up because it's a pretty common thing, right? <sighs> Doom scrolling. How about uh, the phrase, of course, essential workers? Now, essential workers, I thought maybe that might have been somebody like a, working at Burger King because I'm going through a Whopper. <laughs> it's essential I got my Whopper. This yeah. year. A little different in COVID era. Yeah. Yeah. Flatten the curve. Yeah, I thought it was we... a baseball term. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Frontline workers. Of course, we all love them. Mm. We thank you. Yes, frontline we workers. Do. Before this year, what the heck was a frontline worker, right? Again, you thought it was Burger King. <laughs> you guys in your fast food, you're both limited. I'll be honest with you. Mail-in ballots. What? I mean, I would do what? An absentee ballot. Right, like Never someone did. who was serving in the military would mail in their ballot, mm-hmm. right. right? But not somebody who, you know, doesn't want to go to the polling place. Right. We're talking about, you know, words and phrases of 2020. How about your pod, right? Oh, who's in your pod? Who's in your pod? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about uh, PPE? You know PPE? <laughs> yeah, of course. Personal protective equipment. Yeah. yeah. Where's your PPE? Um, remote learning. What? Uh, okay. Remote learning again was something like, you know, the University of Phoenix was doing. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, which was places, kind of suspect, quite honestly. Right. You were thinking, like, that's not all that great of an that's, education. I'm not going to get that degree. That's a fake degree. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's right. how about that? That's not that great of an education. Now all of America's doing it. Right. Social distancing. Right. Of course we are. Right. Super spreader. If I never hear the term social distancing again mm. when this is over, I can't wait to never hear it again. Right. Okay. What, what was the next one? super spreader oh the super spreader event but the super spreader event can only be applied to things that have to do with conservative people Mm, super spreader events are never connected with the democratic you know political uh, person whether it's someone who's supporting or someone who's running for office or it can't be associated with anything like that it's a super spreader right those guys right super spreader events happen at churches and at conservative uh Events. That's all. Okay, I'll never say this word ever again. Unprecedented. I mean, how many times have you heard that word? We live in such un- unprecedented times. Really? I, I, can I please go back to precedented times? Exactly. I'm please. looking for a precedented time. Mm. How about the virtual happy hour? That's sad. That's people sick. drinking on Zoom That's together. Gross. That is very sad. That's gross. Uh, voter fraud. 
But that's we heard a new, about voter, we heard, oh, come on. We are uh, daily I mean, in Chicago. We heard voter fraud before. I mean, but this is like, you know, every day now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. I, I'm trying to think, did I even, I don't think I knew what Zoom was. No, I didn't know what Zoom was. No, I think Mike was the one who first brought up Zoom and we're like, hey, uh, we're going to get on Zoom. I'm like, uh, is this like PBS? It's like a kid's show, right? <laughs> are we getting picked up by another network? What's right. happening? We're doing Zoom. Okay. So those are the words of the year that this well, time last year you yeah, would have gone. That's really, that's actually no really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. I think a good third of those words I would put in the same cat. You know, I have those, the category of words that I just cannot stand that just yes. hear the word or the term makes you my mean, skin crawl. You mean like moist, right? That See, word. why do you have to do that? Well, cause why? it's a, do you have to do yeah. that? Listen, I, I'm thinking of, um, did you turn me on to this book, which is now a Netflix movie, um, The Madman, and um, it's, about the, it's about the making of the dictionary. No, I didn't know. That wasn't one of my recommendations. Really? I thought Mm-mm. you told me about this. No. Now, what is it, my cue? Like, bring that up immediately, because I just started, and it's, it's, I started to watch a little bit of it last night on Prime, and I'm, I loved it. And now that you're now looking for it, you're never going to be sorry. able to find it, right? The madman. When you, when and, you uh, doom scroll tonight, it'll come up. It'll come up, right? Of course, it will be. That's what's going to happen, right? Right. Okay, so I never want to hear the super spreader event. Can I just say that that's up there with free range? What was that? What was that other term, Mike? That you always pick on me about that I can't that uh, I can't stand. I can't remember right now. It's, Wait, it's no, going friend... to come to me when, when I'm doom scrolling again tonight. Yeah, exactly. Oh, of course, right. Our friend Megan just says, hey, now, no need to judge. I'm jumping on a virtual happy hour in about 20 minutes. <laughs> of Sorry, course you Meg. would, Megan. You would, Megan. She's always pushing those boundaries of social I interaction. Listen, you know, we are. No need to judge. We love you. So, Megan, yes. we're just not nice people. That's the bottom line. You know that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we'll take a break. Will we not, please? And, uh, oh, The poet's up next. I'm ready for a poem. Yes, Misha Willett. We're going to delve into poetry for Christmas. Stick around for that. Okay, this time next week is Christmas Day. If you're still a little confused or light about your your meal, your menu, Marsha from the Springhouse is here to set things right. Hey, Marsh, Merry Christmas. Hi, guys. How are you? Can you believe Christmas is a week away? No. Oh, it's so weird. I love it, though. I really do. Um, always, yeah. you're cooking something special. You're just now recovering from Thanksgiving, and all of a sudden, you're full speed ahead <laughs> into Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> Life goes on. Um, so, yeah, we're our smokehouse has been running and running and running, and so we have lots of smoke hickory smoke tams that we smoke right here on the farm using just real hickory wood. It's a salt and sugar cure. It's like a good old-fashioned ham. It's not a pressed-together ham. There is a bone in it because it came off of an animal, and it's fully cured and smoked and so delicious. Well, you guys have both had them. You love mm, them. Love and, them. Um, fabulous. <laughs> Yeah, really great with our our um, fresh sandwich buns, and then we've got apple crumb pies and coconut cream pies. And and at this point, we're not taking any more orders if we can help it. So we'll bend the rules a little if we need to. But <laughs> it helps a lot to plan ahead to know what we need to make. Yes. <laughs> um, but we will have the store full of all kinds of goodies, homemade pies. Oh, our Christmas cookie trays are beautiful. And so delicious, 14 kinds of homemade cookies on them, ready to just take to an event and all trade up pretty and everything. 
put on the table and eat. And we'll have all of our homemade salads. Um, my, my grandma's homemade potato salad recipe is a really big hit this time of year. And so we sell lots of potato salad and sweet and sour broccoli. And then on the buffet, well, of course, you know, we can't eat in, but you can take home. And some people are just having a few people. So a lot of people called and said, can I just get a little bit of ham and a little bit of turkey and stuffing and this and this and this nice. for my family of two or three? And I said, absolutely. So we're doing a lot of that, too. And um, so we're ready to, to take care of folks. And if there's anything we've learned in 2020, it's we've learned to adapt, right? <laughs> so we are adapting to right. another new season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Marcia, you're not taking orders, but people can still stop by the store. There's plenty in yes. stock, isn't there? Yes, exactly. And then that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have on the buffet um, our hickory smoked ham, carving ham with pineapple molasses glaze, um, the, the um, what am I forgetting, turkey and stuffing, and, and the smoked ham. And then all kinds of yummy sides along with that. And then on Thursday, we'll actually be frying fish also because a lot of people oh. like to do um, sure, fish sure. Feet. So we'll have it that day too. Very nice. Well, Marcia, to you and your sweet family, yeah, Merry Christmas. Sure. Merry Christmas indeed. Thanks. Same to you guys and all of our wonderful listeners. 101.5 WORD. If you've known the disappointment of a failed marriage, then you can testify to a broken heart. This week on Through the Bible, we find comfort and conviction from an unexpected source, the Old Testament book of Malachi. I'm Steve Schwetz, and I'll be sure to save you a seat on the Bible bus as together we travel through Malachi. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Make this holiday sparkle with a gift from LS Jewelers, one of the only area jewelers to offer certified lab-grown diamonds. Just as brilliant and pure as mined diamonds, you won't be able to spot the difference because lab-grown diamonds are 100% real for about 30% less. And since there's no mine, the most economical choice is also the most ethical. See, a diamond doesn't have to cost the world. LS Jewelers, Robinson Town Center across from Ikea at lsjewelers.com. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com.
love this time of year for the variety of music and stories, all the words that, you know, can come together. It's just it's so fabulous. I just love it so very much. I mean, to, to think about uh, poetry mm-hmm. and, and song and, yep. you know, I mean, Kathy, you know, you tuned me onto this thing that you do, you know, years ago, which is you've got these books that you have had in your family forever. You know, we've read these books yep. since our, our kids were little and you go to them year after year, they become part of the fabric of your family's life. Yeah. I, I don't know where I learned this years ago is when my kids were little, but um, I take the Christmas books every year and you wrap them like a Christmas present. You know what I mean? And then you bring them out at Thanksgiving and then on each day of Thanksgiving, either depending on how many books you have, um, Christmas books you have, you, you know, one of your kids gets to open a book each day. And then, so as you get closer to Christmas, the stack of Christmas books grows and then everybody can enjoy them. And it's just a really fun thing, especially when your kids are little and they're so excited about Christmas, it gives them something to open. And it gives you an excuse throughout the year to look at, you know, used bookstores or eBay or whatever, and accumulate a big Christmas book collection. And now I've got 40 Christmas books. Wow. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, uh, the word is thriving a week before Christmas. Uh, Misha Willett joins us. Misha is the author of two books of poetry, The Elegy, Betta, and Phases. His poems, essays, translations have appeared widely. He joins us uh, from Seattle Pacific University. Hey, Misha, welcome back to the show. Merry Christmas to you. And Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Always good to have you, Misha. All right, so um, how does a poet look at a holiday like Christmas? Well, I, I proudly, in a word, <laughs> through a set of Christmas books every season. Um, but poetically, actually, I think most of the best work um, having to do with this season is in the great hymns of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, come let us adore him, and oh, holy night, and away in a manger, and these things that just cut right to the quick of even people who don't, don't have any faith. Right, they still find themselves moved by the theology in in these hymnic poems. What about it came upon a midnight clear? I mean, it's the most gorgeous lyric of that song, especially when you get into the second, third, and fourth verses. You know, um, yeah. For though the days are hastening on, by prophet bards foretold, and I mean, it's just there's beautiful lines, beautiful ideas that. Every that people, you know, since our culture knows the song, it's all I always loved at Christmas time to see so many people who wouldn't, you know, normally come into a church come and sing these really profound yeah. lyrics. That's really good. So, that's a good point. So, then what about that, Misha? The, the, the men or, or the women who crafted those lyrics, I mean, would you consider that they're, they're poets first, are they not? In many cases, they are. Yeah, that's a that's a tough thing to discern. Actually, some of these were written clearly as poems before any melody was put to them. So in that case, you can just say affirm yes. These existed as poems first, and then someone put them to a tune. But many of them were either co-written with a musician or written by a musician. So the line gets a little blurry whether or not they're first songs or first poems. But in any case, they work. I would imagine that, you know, anybody had written something like that, you know, Oh, Holy Night or whatnot, to to think that those words immortalized for hundreds and hundreds of years and millions of people singing those words. I mean, that's a poet's dream. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
you just make this this small little devotional. Maybe maybe you send it to your church. A lot of times it's the church organist that, that wrote the melody to go along with these poems. Sure. Or you send it to your to your pastor or something like that. And then yeah, as you say, all over the planet Earth, every year for hundreds of years after you're dead, uh, your words are passing <laughs> through these lips. Wow. How about that? Okay, so Misha, let's just talk about personal favorites. I mentioned it came upon a midnight clear. Um, for those of you listening, if you're not familiar with the second, third, fourth stanza of that, you have to read it. I mean, it's just so beautiful. Um, do you have any personal favorites of yours? Oh, fair question. Yeah, you know, um, I've been, I've, well, frankly, my, my daughter saying, what child is this at mm. her Christmas concert Oh my yesterday. gosh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> It's it's wonderful piece of catechism, right? Because it's a question and answer. What child is this? And then and then the whole choir responds, "This, this is Christ the King." And it was because I just saw her sing and she did so well. That's my new favorite. <laughs> well, what about what about the fast forward? I don't know if she probably the kids didn't sing this, but the nails spear shall pierce him through the cross be oh, born yeah. for me and you. I joy, joy, the I word can't. the word made flesh, the babe, the son of Mary. I, I mean, isn't that gorgeous? I cry every single time yep. I weep. I can't get through. I tried to sing in the in the band at my church, and I couldn't do it because I weep. <laughs> I can't make it through that that thick of Wait, Misha, what what instrument are you playing? Oh, I play guitar, but even just when I try to sing um, along with it, I try to lead worship at several points in my life, and I just I get touched, and I've never had the composure to reel it back in when I'm in a performance mode. That's fabulous. I mean, I would I'd love to see you, you know, as the guitarist up there, you know, crying at the same time. The guys in the band would say, never bring Misha back. He's just way too emotional. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I think the congregation enjoys it sometimes. But <laughs> they don't know what they're supposed to be singing because I'm blubbering. <laughs> Uh, Misha Willis with us. He's our poet with the mostest. Um, we're talking about Christmas and yeah. how it is that an artist like that engages with the holiday. All right. So Misha, what about stuff that you've written? Have you written things in honor of Christmas? Um, you, you know, I've tried. I, I usually find that um, the field is so daunting um, that as, as soon as I start mentally comparing something I've done to, you know, the great things that my um, forebears have done, then I think, oh, well, I I'd better just throw this away. <laughs> Right. Um, but I do have a poem that I'd like to share with you guys today um, well, that's you. about winter, anyways. Oh, okay. love to. Um, this, this is called Obod, and it's about, you know, that there's a being cold, and then there's a kind of cold that it feels like it's in your bones. Yes. Like it, it's in your stomach, and you have to just get it out of you somehow. Maybe it'll not be till summer. No matter how warm you get until then, it won't be gone quite. <laughs> Listen, Misha, um, we have 10 inches of snow on the ground here, so we get where so you're coming from. You'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, okay, this is Obad. Finally sick of the shake my hands take, like winter were some absurd eternal coffee break meant to keep me drinking. <laughs> I bunched them into yarn sleeves made specifically to stay them, thinking to stave off the jack rattle, hoarfrost, but lo, though all precautions met, Appropriate deities appeased, pleased even, you'd think, with the necks of such sparrows as I'd rung. Still, the cold cuts, a ceremonial blade that saws, raise, paws, and guts again the belly stove, throwing coals across the snowfield, cardinals against the clouds, by which I mean to shout like some Caroline queen of hearts calling for heads. It's cold out. 
<laughs> oh. That's good. It I sounds like it's like cold that. inside too. The the <laughs> jack rattle. I love that phrase. I mean, that's that really describes you know what it is to be super cold, where you're just shaking, right? Well, I did my my turn in Chicago, Illinois, for five years. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a cold city. It took years to erase that out of me. Oh gosh, uh, Misha, talk about um, ways. Like, is it is it is it weird for your kids to have a poet for a dad? I mean, do they? I heard Bono talk one time, and he said that um, he, you know, he has four children, and he had two daughters first. And he said, you know, my daughters, when I would put them to bed, I would read them a poem that I wrote and they would really listen. Mm -hmm. He said, it was really wonderful. He said, and then when I had two sons, they were like, enough of your words, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, my poor children, they're, they're very good listeners and appreciators of all things literary. Um, But they've got two artists for parents. Um, Mm -hmm. My, my wife is a choreographer and a ballet dancer. Wonderful. And um, so as much as I'd like them to get excited about poetry, I think they get excited about the dancing more. Um, right. She's doing actually a project right now uh, called a neighborhood nutcracker because all the nutcrackers were canceled, you know. Sure. And when we told my daughter that they weren't going to be able to go to the nutcracker this year, she started crying. And um, so she says, well, we could we could make our own. And um, so... So we started filming these little vignettes featuring her as Clara laying on the couch and that. Uh, oh, that's so, cute. Yeah, it turns up uh, anytime I think, oh, I've done something too. And it's a, a poem printed in a literary journal. And then she's <laughs> done something featuring a mouse king yeah, and moving hard. video. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I remember when my um, my kids were little, they were maybe, I don't know, my daughter was maybe six years old at this point, And she came home from school one day and she said, mommy, I decided I want to be a teacher when I grow up, just like daddy. And I said, Aww. oh, honey, that is wonderful. And then I just was just want, kind of was feeling a little left out. And I said, well, what do you think mommy does? And she said, you <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not really a career path, is it? No, I, I decided I had to come up right. with a, you know, maybe a future was in broadcasting because right, certainly right. the vacuum thing was only going to take. Me Although that, that could be how the guys from Stanley Steamer got started, maybe, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Misha Willis wonders how much they know of what their parents do, right? And to, I'm Clearly. The cook. Uh, right. And a dish doer to their eyes. But I, I, I pretty much thought I'd been sustaining their lives for, mm. you know, six, seven years at that point. <laughs> no, no. But. Just vacuum. <laughs> Misha, might you have uh, one more piece of poetry before you leave us? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll read from my favorite Christmas time poetry. This is W.H. Uh, Auden's For the Time Being. Oh. Yes. Um, and I'll just read two little sections here. This is um, the angel Gabriel um, talking to Mary, and then Mary responds in, in her own voice. Wonderful. Gabriel says, When Eve, in love with her own will, denied the will of love and fell, she turned the flesh love knew so well to knowledge of her love, until both love and knowledge were of sin. What her negation wounded may your affirmation heal today. Love's will requires your own, that in the flesh whose love you do not know, Love's knowledge into flesh may grow. And then Mary responds, My flesh in terror and fire rejoices that the word who utters the world out of nothing as a pledge of his word to love her against her will 
and to turn her desperate longing to love, should ask to wear me from now to their wedding day for an engagement ring. Hmm. Isn't that beautiful? What a beautiful piece. Fabulous. Wow. W.H. Auden. Yeah, that's right. W.H. Auden's for the time being. I'm reading from an edition put together by my friend Alan Jacobs uh, for Princeton University Press. Wonderful. Well, Misha, it's always a pleasure. We really thank you so much. You set the tone here. No matter what we ask you to to bring in, you always deliver something that's so beautiful and very timely. So thank you so much. And Merry Christmas to you and your sweet family. Thanks for having me, you guys. Merry Christmas to you. Mm-hmm. Always great to visit with Misha Willett. You can find more information about Misha on our website, johnnycathyshow.com. Coming up next. The Year in Numbers. In years past, most families had a local jeweler they could go to with confidence and trust. In these changing times, one store has managed to stay the same. LS Jewelers has been family-owned and operated for over 65 years. LS Jewelers in Robinson Town Center is a full-service jewelry store. We have the largest selection of laboratory-certified diamonds and engagement rings with both the finest quality and the best price. We also do custom design work as well as in-house repair. Don't trust your diamond purchase with just anyone. Come to LS Jewelers for the best price, service, quality, and selection. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is Dave Fry from Sidewalk Prophets. And if this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com across the country, the fall semester of colleges have come to an end. Now, of course, COVID has really affected how colleges teach. Your child maybe have been in college and uh, has had primarily Zoom classes. We're happy to report that Grove City College, where Kath and I have children who have attended, really made a great effort to make sure that most of the students were able to attend in-person classes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's been a good semester. Our kids have really thrived this semester. We really had great encouragement from the teaching that was online and in person at Grove City College. Now, of course, there were some COVID cases, but not enough to really affect things or shut things down. So Grove City College, if you're thinking about your child for next semester or next year at Grove City College, we'd highly recommend because we know the leadership and the quality, the nature of those who are in leadership at Grove City College. Yeah, and I feel like I can speak well to this, John, because my daughter is one of the people who got COVID-19, and she's a student at Grove City. We had to bring her back um, at the beginning of November, and uh, nothing at all about this entire era is ideal, but I felt like the college did the best that they could in dealing with rising cases, and a lot of students went home, some students stayed, and I think you're right. The prioritization of in-person learning as long as they possibly could is what really made this semester go. That's right. If you're looking for a quality education with Christ-centered in the middle, Grow City College online, gcc.edu. 
Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Slushy areas and standing water will freeze. Expect a low of 24. Tomorrow, a thick cloud cover. Watch for icy spots. Tomorrow's high, 39. Tomorrow night, cloudy with occasional rain and drizzle late, the low 33. Sunday, a couple of showers of rain or snow in the morning. Otherwise, remaining cloudy. Sunday, we'll see a high of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. talking about words and phrases that really define this year of 2020. How about this, Kath? The year in numbers. What do you recall? This is from the Wall Street Journal, which, of course, is a magazine about uh, money and finance and economics. So they're well-versed in numbers. This is just, you know, an interesting uh, mix of numbers and a short quiz. All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. With a lifespan of up to 512 years, This animal is the oldest known living vertebrae. That would be the Galapagos tortoise. I was going to say, yeah. Or the Greenland shark. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. The the answer, 512 years would be the Greenland. Wait, am I I supposed to pick? Well, yeah, you could pick if you wanted to. I think it's the, I thought it was the tortoise. Well, I I think that I thought it was as well, but it is not. It is the Greenland shark. Uh, To estimate the shark's age, scientists carbon dated tissue in the lens of the shark's eye. Yaiza, huh? Whoa. Okay. Uh, This exercise threshold originated in marketing, not medicine, but it is often billed as the minimum for good health. That would be either 15,000 steps a day or 10,000 steps a day. 10,000 steps a day. Yes, uh, 10,000 steps a day is catchy, but walking as few as 4,000 steps a day is beneficial. I'm currently getting about nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Really, you think I, that's low? No, I, I, maybe I have 11. Okay. Seriously, you know. All right. Um, more drugs are approved in this month than any other. That would be the month of December or the month of January. Um, it's the month of, it, prob- it has to do with tax purposes. It has to. Um, December. It is December. But the reason is a little different. The burst of activity has an unintended side effect. The approvals are associated with more hospitalizations, Mm. life-threatening events, and deaths. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. This specially prepared surface. Taxes don't seem that bad. (laughs) No, not at all. Comparison. Okay. This specially prepared surface weighed 660 tons, covered 92,000 square feet, cost $225,000, and was used only once before it was demolished. That would be either the French open clay or the Super Bowl sod. The French open clay. No, it was the Super Bowl layer of sod installed at Miami Gardens Hard Rock Stadium for Super Bowl 54. One time only. You think they just keep it there? Hmm? Curious. Okay. All right. Odd numbers. What is the average normal human body temperature? 98.6, I think it's 97.5. Uh, you're correct. A German physician concluded 150 years ago that 98.6 was normal, but modern studies suggest that figure is now about one degree lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much of your brain are you using at any moment in time? At this exact moment? 
uh, 10% of your brain or all of your brain? Um, I feel like I'm using all of my brain. That's correct. This, okay. There's a myth, though, that we're using yeah. only 10% yeah, yeah, yeah. of our brain. Yeah, and if we, if, you know, the myth was if we could, you know, use the other 90%, then we could, like, you know, make Stonehenge. Right. You know, be and, supermen. Right. So the myth that humans use only 10% of their brain gained traction when it was first published in a best-selling self-help book. Yeah, the self-help mm-hmm. books, right, John? Right. Which month is the riskiest month to drive, Kath? The riskiest month to drive mm-hmm. is December. September or July. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> yeah, September is it. There are almost as many traffic deaths each day of the long Labor Day weekend as there are on 4th of July only. So Labor Day, especially Stay risky. In, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because of COVID-19 lockdowns, Americans spend 60 million fewer hours commuting to and from work each day. Mm-hmm. What did they do with the extra time? Did they sleep more or work more? Uh, they doom scrolled is what they did. <laughs> um, did they sleep more or work more? Yes. I think, I mean, I know we're hard workers and everything, but I feel like they slept more. No, that's wrong. Ah. Most of the time was spent on work and chores. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't wh- just enjoy a thing, can no, we? Got to get to work. Let's go. Uh, where are the strongest winds of a hurricane? At the front of the hurricane or at the right side of the hurricane? Well, with all my knowledge of meteorological processes, um, I'm going to guess and say it's the right side of the hurricane. You're correct. Yeah, it's a that good was, guess. That was a real guess. In the northern hemisphere, where hurricanes spin counterclockwise, the strongest winds occur to the right of the eye based upon the direction that the storm uh, is moving. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when asked to identify this characteristic about themselves, many people change their answer between the years 2000 and the 2010 census. That would be either their race or their sex. Their sex. You, that's uh, wrong. That's it would race. be race. At least 9.8 million people change their answer from one race to multiple races or from multiple races to one. 9.8 million people in the census. I was... I was led astray by my doom scrolling. <laughs> How many green card holders became naturalized U.S. citizens last year? 158,000 or 843,000? 158,000. That's wrong. What? In recent years, increasing numbers of green card holders have become citizens motivated by new fees or laws. Last year, 843,000 became wow. U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, To safeguard the genetic diversity of the crops that feed the world, a vault in Norway is filled with this. Plant genome maps or seeds. A vault is filled with these? A vault. Oh, a vault. (laughs) That makes a lot more sense. I was like, what? No, it's my Uh, fault that I'm apparently mushing my words. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, what's in the vault? What are my choices? Seeds or what? Plant genome maps. Uh, I'm going to say plant genome maps. That's wrong. The vault contains a million samples of seeds harvested from 6,700 species of plants grown in 249 locations around the globe, the largest collection of its kind. Whose idea was it to play this Mm -hmm. game? California's plastic plastic bag ban, approved in 2016, led to the elimination of 
40 million pounds of single-use plastic bags, but there was an unexpected side effect. They were, A, plastic pooper scooper sales skyrocketed, right, or trash bag purchases increased. Um, I, I like the pooper scooper story, so I'm going to say that. Well, that'd be wrong. Single-use bag savings were offset by a 12 million pound increase in trash bag purchases. Mm. Mm-hmm. Starting to hate this game. Sorry. <laughs> okay, last one. Over the length of a human life, the Earth's wobble makes stars appear to shift to the east by about one degree, affecting this staple of pop culture. That would be either the North Pole or the horoscope. The North Star. Uh, no, that was, <laughs> that was the, the North. <laughs> the choice was the North Pole. Oh, the North Pole. Or the, the horoscope. North Star. Oh, then I'm going to say horoscope. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, okay good. By Did I default, get right? you got it right. Hey! The dates recorded in horoscopes no longer correspond with the sun that appears to pass through the constellations of the Zodiac. Oh, All right. I had Those... a strong showing in that yeah. very last yeah. one. Because <laughs> it wasn't the North Star. <laughs> That's the year numbers, give or take a, a few numbers there from Kath's perspective. Well, you're a good sport for playing along. You know, All a lot right. of those were kind of weird questions. Thank you. I appreciated that. I put right. myself out there. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. The Weekend Review. Review. That's next year on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. Remember, the reason that Matthew gives us this genealogy was to prove to Jewish readers that Jesus is the Messiah of Israel and the deliverer, the Son of God for the world. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. PowerPoint tonight at 930 on 101.5 WORD. Of all the women in the world, You chose her. She is the one you can't live without. How will you tell her, I love you forever? You tell her with a diamond. From Trinity Jewelers. And of all the diamonds in the world, none say forever, like the center of my universe from Forevermark. Less than 1% of the world's diamonds can carry the Forevermark inscription, a promise that each diamond is beautiful, rare, and responsibly sourced. A diamond worthy of a woman as rare as she is and a love as unique as yours. The center of my universe can only be found at an authorized Forevermark jeweler. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road. Discover Forevermark, the diamond, the promise, at Trinity Jewelers for when you really want to say, I love you forever. Visit trinityjewelers.com. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800 500 If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to 
pay. Don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-555-88. 800-555-88. That's 800-555-88. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Don't let pests scare away your business. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When cold drives pests and rodents inside, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team has your business covered. Get a free quote on your pest control and sanitation plan for the upcoming year. With no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Vaccines. Yes, I would say the same thing. Who gets or will you get the vaccine? I think those are the two questions today, right? What was a conversation that made you think? John, I'd go with uh, Monday at 510. Greg and Rebecca Sparks were on the show. How many weeks do we pick the same one? Me too. That's crazy. We never talk about this ahead of the show. Or head of this segment even. Anyway, Greg and Rebecca were with us. Um, their live Christmas show is coming up tomorrow night. You can look at Greg and Rebecca Sparks on Facebook or Instagram to buy a ticket for that. Uh, but it just made me realize how much, first of all, I love those guys. But second of all, how much I miss hearing live music. Well, I was thinking about them a lot this week because, you know, the world is populated. And especially in our corner of the world, people who who know and love Jesus and, you know, are artists and little known, but just oozing this great talent and the Sparks, Greg and Rebecca for decades have been producing music, worship, all for Jesus. And, you know, like every artist, they're just cobbling things together. They've raised a family of four children. They're homeowners here in the city of Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. And I just so appreciate artists like that and the work that they do for the kingdom. It's just fabulous. And they're really just highly talented people, too. Mm-hmm. What did you eat? Hmm. I took my second attempt to make ribolita, which is this kind of peasant Tuscan dish that is uh, it's kind of like taking vegetable soup and adding leftover sourdough bread to it. Wait, is that like the Italian version of slop? It's is a little like that. It is a little like that, um, except it includes vegetables, you know, like carrots, celery, your know, classic soup vegetables, onion, but you pair that with cannellini beans. And so you have that kind of hearty, you know, Italian thing. And then you put in a uh, stale sourdough bread, mix it together with tomato. It's, it's sounds good. A ton of kale, um, a lot of tomatoes. I mean, it's a really delicious, unusual dish. Mm. And I, I don't know. I, was I don't it good? Know. It's very good. It takes a long time to make. You have to start the night before because of the soaking of the beans and all of that. Sure, sure. But um, I I really like it. Excellent. What's it called? Ribolita. Ribolita. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I was down at uh, Shadyside Hospital uh, earlier this week. So my wife took the opportunity to go into Bloomfield and do a little shopping. She stopped by the uh, Grocery Italiana mm. and uh, bought uh, several dozen 
of their famous frozen raviolis. Wait a minute. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, yeah. Um, you buy them in a box. And, right. And I know. But home. I thought that place closed. No, apparently it's up and running again. So no way. we had uh, the spinach artichoke ravioli. Very wow. nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. All right. What did you watch? I finished Dark this week. Oh, thank uh, three, goodness. Three seasons. Um, it's absolutely, in my mind, a masterpiece. Dark. Is it on uh, Prime? Uh, it's on Netflix. It is mm-hmm. not for kids. It is disturbing in many, many ways. But um, in the theological sense, maybe we'll talk about it another time. It's, it is truly amazing. Okay. One of the great things about streaming is you get to go back and watch stuff that you used to love. I've been uh, diving into the uh, 1990s TV show Mad About You. <gasps> which is streaming right now on Prime, Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser. It's a, a lot of fun. And you know what? It holds up very, very well. So mad about you. Love to uh, see that. It's a lot of fun. Really, it is. Great comedy. What hacked you off? Oh, I'm just sad. We had to cancel our Christmas Eve service. Just makes me sad. Hacked yeah. off. I don't think it's the wrong thing. I don't think it's a bad choice. I think it's a responsible choice. You know, trying to be faithful. I just yep. think it's a sad time. Yep. Can you know what hack me off is the Russian hack. Oh, what gosh. is up with? I mean, they're you so know. deep inside the government I now. I, I mean, it's really dangerous what's happened yeah, here. The right. Russians are so in, what an enemy they I are. Know. I mean, the worst, the absolute worst. So when I heard that this week, I was like, really, the Russians? Okay. What was the best news you heard this week? We've got one vaccine which is already being passed out to healthcare workers, and we've mm-hmm. got another one which is going to be approved in the next couple of days. I mean, I can't believe how quickly this has happened, and I feel like I know it's a long tunnel, but there's the light at the end of it. Mm, very good. The first thing, I, best thing I heard this week is um, with um, school and snow, uh, you know, being remote. Um, in the snow that came down this past week, a superintendent of a school district in Indiana sent out a note and said, students will use the scientific process in planning appropriate clothing to remain warm and dry while spending this snow day outside. Once the hypothesis has been identified and appropriate attire has been secure, students will be expected to test their theory by going outdoors and playing in the snow. Isn't that great? Snow day. That's I mean, terrific. Th- yeah, so good. that's goodness. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Earlier in today's program, we were talking about Isaiah 43, and it just brought to mind how much I love this passage. And I'm going to read just a little bit of it. If you're having a holiday kind of like mine, where you're, you know, sad, you don't feel like celebrating, you don't feel like that sort of thing. Listen, this is for you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the water... I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze for I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel. Amen. Amen. You know, just in addition to my regular readings, I really love this season. So every opportunity I've been, you know, telling Alexa or Siri to play Advent music. And I just let that wash over me. That's all I got. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review.
When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Make this holiday sparkle with a gift from LS Jewelers, one of the only area jewelers to offer certified lab-grown diamonds. Just as brilliant and pure as mined diamonds, you won't be able to spot the difference because lab-grown diamonds are 100% real for about 30% less. And since there's no mine, the most economical choice is also the most ethical. See, a diamond doesn't have to cost the world. LS Jewelers, Robinson Town Center across from Ikea at lsjewelers.com. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Merry Christmas. This is Dean Gartland, president of City Mission. It has been a challenging year. Thank you for supporting City Mission through these uncertain times. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Your generosity has helped us to be a light in the darkness for so many in need. The need is growing and City Mission will be there, but only with your continued support. Please visit us at citymission.org and let your light shine today. God bless you this Christmas season. Don't let pests haunt your home this winter. Get the help you need at BoozBugStoppers.com. When bats and rodents move in, Boo and his Bug Stoppers team are ready to serve them an eviction notice. Get a free quote on your pest problem today with no long-term contracts and a 100% satisfaction guarantee to safely treat your problem until it's gone. When it comes to solving your pest problem, who are you going to call? Boo's Bug Stoppers at BoozBugStoppers.com. Levin Furniture and Mattress is celebrating 100 years with the very best values, finance offers, and highest quality furniture. Create the home of your dreams this holiday season at all Levin Furniture and Mattress stores or levinfurniture.com. New message. Your social security number has been suspended. If you do not contact us, your account will be deactivated. Scammers are aggressive when they contact a potential victim. Social Security Administration employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent and you should just hang up. Don't provide any personal or financial information to these thieves. Call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. So we talked about this a little earlier today, but check this out. The YWCA, the YWCA of Greater Pittsburgh, one of nearly 400 nonprofits nationwide that is getting a share of $4.2 billion that is being given away by Mackenzie Scott, who is the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon. The local YWCA declined to disclose the amount of the gift. They said that we are humbled by this transformative generosity at this unprecedented, unprecedented time. Now, when the divorce was uh, became final last year, uh, Miss Scott received four percent of Amazon's outstanding stock, or twenty million shares, that was valued at about thirty-eight billion dollars. And so, four point two million of it is oh going to go to four hundred nonprofits, and I'm sure much more to come. Isn't that fabulous news? 
That is fabulous news. I mean, it's such an astounding amount of money that a person would have. 4% all, of the stock. I mean, all, 4% of the stock. all I can say is that, you know, I'm very pleased and thankful that she's decided that, you know, charity is part of her lifestyle. Right. Okay. So uh, some, some nonprofits have disclosed how much they received goodwill keystone area so it's goodwill in the harrisburg uh, area received 10 million dollars from that that pool which is their largest gift in history so you would imagine that a lot of these nonprofits received 10 20 or more and of course that you know they would not want to disclose that for for obvious reasons because they need to still continue to fundraise but man boom. well I, saw, I read that she's specifically targeting she's giving at least one gift in every state targeted towards an organization that has done something specific for the coronavirus pandemic really yes huh. well congratulations to the ywca right they do some excellent work Anyway, that's our Friday show. We are always happy that you're with us. Always uh, grateful that you're part of our broadcast family. The podcast is up and running uh, after we leave the air at Facebook. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, of course, always at wordfm.com. Kath, Mike, have yourself a great weekend. Yeah, you guys too. Everybody else, uh, you relax as well. Stay warm. We'll see you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group.